morning, everyone. It is Friday the 3rd of June, end of another big week. Henry, good morning. What have we got from overnight? Uh, thanks, Ben. It was a pretty big night in the US. We did see a good night over there with the Dow up 435 points, closing in its high. was down 300-odd points at one stage, so that is a good sign at 1.3%. And the NASDAQ doing well, up 2.7%. So all was good in the US last night. A little bit of news for our markets, I guess, is that the iron ore price was up strongly as well overnight, 5.1% better on the back of Chinese reopening and restocking those steel mills. So that's certainly going to help our resource stocks today. And of course, UK was closed last night for Jubilee celebrations. And that goes on to Friday as well. So they've got a four day weekend. So the LME was closed. But uh, the other news overnight, of course, was OPEC plus, which at one stage, there were some commentators thinking it was going to be OPEC no plus because they were going to get rid of Russia. But as a market got it wrong. It's still OPEC plus. Russia is still part of it. And Saudi Arabia has agreed to increase production by a smidge. But that wasn't enough to take the wind out of the oil bull sales. The Brent crude price was up 1.1%. So commodities doing well today in our market and a good bounce in our market today as well. So a good night on the Dow means a good night in the Aussie. But we do have a big jobs number tonight in the US. So maybe a little bit of caution will creep in later in the day. Well, thank you, Henry. Welcome back, Tom. What is happening in our local market? Thank you, Ben. The ASX 200 up 68 points. Our market on track for a third winning week in a row. Tech and miners are outperforming. We have BHP and Rio both up more than 2%. Lithium names are extending their recovery after that sell-off on Wednesday. Mineral resources up 4% and Allchem up more than 2%. Utilities and healthcare stocks are underperforming the broader market, but still in positive territory. CSL flat. Not much on corporate headlines. Helios is down 7%. They cited difficult market conditions in the second half. AMP up slightly on news. A few REITs could be eyeing its shopping centre fund. And I'll just signpost some key events for next week. RBA decision on Tuesday. The ECB has a policy decision on Thursday. And the US has inflation data on Friday, which will be of interest. Thank you, Ben. Thank you, Tom. We have no Leighton today, but I've had a little look into the broker world in his place and particularly a look at the demerger of the Lottery Corp business out of TAB. So the Lottery Corp business ticket is now TLC and now TAB is TAH. The broker consensus is that the Lottery Corp portion of TAB business was the nice shiny part. That is where the value was. It's now the biggest Australian lottery provider and highest quality according to the brokers. Morgans, Morgan Stanley and Macquarie have all opened coverage for the variation of a buy rating, add overweight or outperform. Their target price is a 10 to 20% above the current price with the key point being that the gaming revenues are historically resilient through economic cycles. And on the flip side, the TAB Corp coverage had sent a few downgrades. Morgans today have downgraded to a hold with a target price flat. And Macquarie last week downgraded to neutral with a 5% upside. Chris, you're doing trading today. Thanks, Ben. I'll just quickly recap the current open positions. We do have good exposure to energy and materials. So Viva Energy, Wally, Santos and South32. And as Tom was talking about earlier, they are the sectors that have been firing today and of late. So those positions starting to show some solid profits. To my chart of the day, I'm having a look at Arisen Holdings. For those unfamiliar, it is the haulage company that operates the big rail network all around the country, transporting bulk goods. So think iron ore, coal, and grain. Some worries that the coal haulage this quarter will be down a little bit because of the floods in Queensland and New South Wales, but that should be made up for by exceptional grain volumes out of Western Australia. The chart looks great. It's just broken to fresh highs yesterday, uptrend support, and rising volumes. So all the things that I typically like to 
to see, but certainly plugged into that booming commodities theme. And then finally, I will have a new trade today at 11.45. So for anyone interested, make sure you check out the newsletter at 11.45 when that trade goes live. Great stuff. Thank you, Bruce. Henry, what are you writing about in Henry's tech today? Thanks, Ben. Just, I guess, following on from the lithium stuff that I've been writing in the last few days in terms of bottom fishing and bargain hunting in that sector, it's having a good little bounce today. I mean, it's not making up for the big falls we saw on Wednesday, but at least it's a step in the right direction. One very nice member, Sam, sent me some stuff from Hot Copper, and I don't usually take much notice of Hot Copper, but the link in Hot Copper was actually to a British Geographical Society document they put out about the state of lithium mining in Africa. This comes on the back of BYD in China, looking to buy six lithium mines. Now, there probably aren't six lithium mines in Africa. And if you look at the uh, stuff put out by the British Geological Society, then they were, certainly uh, they would be struggling to find six decent mines in South Africa on the lithium side of things. So an interesting document. I put in some highlights from the document, which is 17 or 18 pages long and in quite depth. But certainly, you know, it's not something you can just turn on tomorrow and Macquarie also putting out a good research piece today. Interestingly, the key takeaway, I guess, which is ridiculous in some respects, is if you put in the spot price of lithium at the moment, spodumene that we are seeing Pilbara Minerals getting, it would give them a valuation, according to Macquarie, of $15.50. Now they're trading at $2.37. So at the moment, the the share market is valuing Pilbara Minerals on an 80% cut to spot prices. So certainly it is not $15.50 and it is probably not $2.37. It probably lies somewhere in between. And hopefully as things settle down, we'll see the lithium stocks push back up again. So that's something. Also, just an aside, uh, Telstra getting very aggressive in the mobile market. There's a bit of a mobile war going on at the moment. And Telstra has been a port in a stormy market. So I got an email from JB Hi-Fi yesterday giving me all sorts of goodies if I swap my phone number over to Telstra, which are trying to push home their dominance and also pushing for a four to five percent rise in mobile plan fees from the first of July. So Telstra doesn't look too bad in this environment. Thanks, Henry. A lot of good food for thought there. Last but not least, Marcus, what are you writing about today? Good morning, Ben. Not a whole lot. Did fairly exhaustive stuff during the week, so strategy a bit light on today. But just pointing out the tech bounce is backing and filling a little bit, which is good to see, technically good to see that the sell-off over the last couple of days, the the new, I don't want to be too technical about this, but the, the NASDAQ is at a higher high since the low, having covered the highs from the last couple of days called, called backing and filling. And that is building a technical foundation. The NASDAQ's now 11.64% off the bottom. I can see some of you thinking about buying something. I think if we're in the US, we'd probably be buying a few tech stocks by now. And I've got a few charts in the strategy piece today. Netflix, for instance, down 71% or so. I'm sure the story on Netflix isn't over forever. Meta as well has come back to support. Tesla looks horrible, I have to say. But I've highlighted Disney. Disney, I spoke to a US-focused businessman the other day who reckons Disney is going to be the category leader in streaming media. And I've put some numbers in. I think they got hit very hard during the pandemic 
because people were thinking that their theme parks would get destroyed. If you look at the figures in the strategy piece today, there is a big recovery factored in for both the Disney parks and the media businesses. And the Disney story is going to carry on, yet the share price has come down from around $200 to $110. So I think if I was sitting in the US, that's almost a fundamental buy. The PE has come down from 158 to 27 times, and they've got growth of 25%. Suddenly I'm talking US stock. Why am I talking US stock? I can't remember. Anyway, US stocks are fun. <laughs> US stocks are fun. But uh, Disney, I think because I got a taxi driver's tip on it. Well, he wasn't a taxi driver, but there you go. If it goes wrong, you might end up being one. Uh, otherwise, technical, <laughs> technical observations show the NASDAQ still in a big downtrend despite the recent bounce. It's really got to do a heck of a lot of work to break this downtrend. So unreliable, or you can't really say it's over yet, obviously. But I would just point out volatility is dropping down. The VIX volatility index is back into bull market range, but only just. And the average true range on the Dow Jones is back into a bull market range as well. Although I have to say the NASDAQ, if you look at the average true range, how far the NASDAQ is moving per day, it's at the highest it's been since the pandemic. So if that settles down, that would be a good technical sign as well. Otherwise, the Shanghai reopening trades carrying on. The resources sector remains in uptrend. You'll see a pickup in the iron ore price up 5% today, but a pickup in the iron ore price generally as Shanghai comes back on stream. I see Shane Oliver putting up some charts about use of public transport. Is it in Shanghai and how it's getting back to normal? And also the Aussie dollar is going up as well. That has a very high correlation with the resources sector. It is, of course, a current commodity currency, and that's bouncing at the same time resources do. Just point out the resources are getting up there a little bit. Obviously, the Shanghai reopening is good for the sector. I think Macquarie's right with the point they made this week that with results coming up and dividends coming up, people are going to be reluctant to sell resources for the next couple of months. And with a few of these drivers going in the right direction, obviously happy to hold resources. As I wrote yesterday, with the housing market tipping over, it may well be banks don't go anywhere. And three of the big ones have got no dividend for five months. So it may well be that for income focused people, looking at resources might be better than looking at banks for the next couple of months. Obviously, the CBA has got their dividend coming up as well. Otherwise, that's about it for me. A bit light on, but I've got the weekend strategy piece coming up and that will summarize things for the week. Very good. Still plenty of good stuff in there. Thanks, Marcus. Our question today is if you were going to open a short-term trade, what would you be buying? I'm going to go first on the back of what Marcus was just talking about there because I had a few little names jotted down. One of them, without knowing that Marcus was writing about it, was Disney. So that would be mine. And it would be a short-term one that I would hope would turn into a long-term. Why did you pick Disney? Because I've been talking about it recently. No, I've been looking at it for months because it's been sold off massively. There's an obvious shift in streaming away from Netflix and everyone else to Disney because they're getting all the good names. And if you look at it on a long-term chart as well, it's just come off and it's it looks fairly attractive. So I'd be... Uh... You sure it's not because you want to fulfill your dream of being a taxi driver? <laughs> I thought you were going to say fulfill my dream of like, going to Disneyland or something. So. <laughs> but I, I just point out for a stock, if you look at the revenue numbers I put up in the strategy piece today, why are we talking Disney? Anyway, the revenue for the last three years for the group has gone 69 billion, 65 billion, 67 billion. Okay. This year, 84 billion, 94 billion, 101 billion. So there's growth coming back into it. Quite significant growth as well. Not just from a recovery in the theme parks, but obviously from this media entertainment division as well. And earnings per share go from $2.02, $2.29. Then this year, $4, almost doubling. Then $5.64 and $6.60. And uh, 
no dividends out of this one, but the US stocks don't tend to pay decent dividends anyway, but a growth company. And we will stop talking about Disney very shortly, but just looking at the share price, it's sitting about the same level it was in 2018 when it didn't have the streaming service that was in everyone's house. It was just the, the bricks and mortar theme park business and obviously they make movies, but there's got to be some value there. So anyway, we'll move on from Disney. Tom? Uh, let's just take a note. Disney is $110.87. Okay, so we'll see how it goes by the end of next week. Sounds good, Tom. So yeah, we should write all these yeah. down and see how they oh, go. I'm, I'm writing them down, yeah. So I was thinking one week, let go on the speculative end. Speculative miner, I've chosen Bannerman Energy, BMN. I know nothing about the company. It's got a $330 million market cap. It is in the uranium space and is up 7% today. I thought, why not pick a stock with a bit of volatility that could jump a lot in a week? This is a fair chance you're either winning or losing this. Yeah. Not going to be sitting on zero. Chris? Uh, I've uh, focused in on the tech space. Altium, it's a name that Ben, you and I have traded and held in the past even. It had an upgrade from Morgan Stanley earlier in the week. Interestingly, these guys have software that helps people design chipboards. Now, there's a shortage of chips out there at the moment. Everyone is having to repurpose uh, parts for chips and they're using the Altium software to do that. And apparently, demand for their software is through the roof and in particular, their cloud-based software. So, uh, Altium as a tech bounce. Nice one. Henry? Well, mine, of course, is pretty obvious seeing as I've been pushing the lithium barrel in the last few days about the bottom in the market. So you'd probably want to go with the quality. The choice would be, I don't know why we're talking about Disney anyway. Mineral resources would be one because it both has iron ore and lithium, but the other one, of course, the pure play is Pilbara Minerals. It is a producer rather than a wannabe. So that for me does stand out. I like lithium as the area to look as well. So good one there, Henry. Marcus? So you've got groups. If you look at some of the biggest share price falls from the top, then all the travel companies, which seem to be coming back a little bit, uh, the worst performers. Also, remember all those uh, car companies we got so excited about? Well, they've been the worst performers in this sell-off as well. I wouldn't be buying those at this point. I think that the car space is going to be trouble. A CSL's been a disaster as well as for a big stock. Liontown Resources, I'd add to Henry's list there. Some of the worst performers, I'm giving you a load of trading ideas. Uh, MFG, uh, Zero, Paladin, Novanix, if the excitement's going to come back for batteries, then Novanix is one of the biggest fallers. And in tech, Wise Tech Zero, loads of ideas. But I am going to go with two. I'm going to go with LNAS, L-N-A-S, which is the ultra geared to the NASDAQ ETF. And just in case they get it right, and we have held it and we've got it badly wrong, Domino's has been one of the worst performers in the market in the fall. And they have two days of investor days coming up next week where they're clearly going to try and put their finger in the dike and you might get a bounce out of that. So Domino's and LNAS for me. We'll wait and watch and see who wins in a week's time. We will. Have, we got, a, have we got a prize? I say, should we put better lunch on this or get something? A, get a parcel of Disney shares maybe. <laughs> we can send them to Henry. Get us a <laughs> Disney streaming service yeah. for a year. Right, okay. We'll try and get off US stocks, Henry. So. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. We'll Thanks, see team. you back here next week. Bye. Ciao. Bye.